the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network presents Vatican Insider with Joan Lewis. Each week, Joan brings you news from inside the Vatican and the church around the world, as well as interviews and answers to your questions. Now, here's the host of Vatican Insider, Joan Lewis. Well, I want to welcome my guest to another special feature on Vatican Insider, because this week features an award-winning film and three special guests, the producer of that film, the actress who portrays Mother Teresa, and the president of the Zaria Foundation, Thierry Kajanut. We're going to talk to him in just a moment. Now, first of all, you have to know why we're here, because this uh, film received an award from the film festival, the Mirabile Dictu International Catholic Film Festival. Now, this was founded in 2010 by producer and filmmaker Liana Marabini, and this was launched to honor producers, filmmakers, documentaries, docufiction, TV series, short films, and programs that promote universal moral values and positive models. The competition honors entries in five categories, including Best Film, Best Director, Best Short Film, Best Documentary, and the Capox Day Foundation Special Prize for Evangelization. So now the award given this year, and it's called the Silverfish Award, inspired, of course, by the first Christian symbol. The award for the film this year for the best film was Mother Teresa and Me, and that is a film by Kamal Musale, the Swiss-Indian filmmaker, and also with starring the actress Jacqueline Fritschke, Kornas, and she plays Mother Teresa. So I'll be talking to all of those people in a minute. But let me now go to Thierry, who's the president of the Zaria Foundation. So tell us a little bit about that, Thierry. Yes, hello, John. Thank you so much for having me and um, talking about the film on your show. We created the Zaria Foundation when we set out to, to make the movie. We thought of the film Gandhi, and we imagined that oh, this, that the film could be very successful, make a lot of money. And we thought, well, what would we do with the money? And he said, well, nobody should get rich, you know, uh, on the shoulder of Mother Teresa. That wouldn't be right. And so we had this idea that it should go to all the revenue, should go to the poorest of the poor, to... Uh, in the spirit of Mother Teresa. So we said, well, why don't we create a foundation and we raise all the money through donations so we have no investors and the costs of the production are, are gifted so we don't have to recoup it. And so, and so from, from the very first revenues they come in, uh, we can distribute it to the poorest of the poor. And right. at first, the foundation is a vehicle for the financing and then later in life, when the, when the movie is released, it becomes a philanthropical endeavor to distribute this uh, wisely to, to the poorest of the poor. And well, that's wonderful. And, and the thing is, I did, after the film was premiered last night here at the Chasey uh, Hotel, I went home to research. I had already learned something about the film and its protagonist, but I went home to research the foundation. So after this interview airs and I announce it on my blog, I will also put up a link to the foundation. You oh, know, wonderful. So, oh, so tell us a little more you know, about your current activities. 
The current activities now are centered around the distribution of the film, because now it's a second, and ever you make the movie, then you have to make sure people see it. And, uh, and of then, course. And, uh, and then we're working on the re- release in the United States, which should be in the fall. And then, you know, so it's step by step. Thank you so much for your role in this and for taking time out to talk to us. And God bless you and your endeavors. Thank you so much, John. Yeah. Now, as I mentioned, the award for the film this year was Mother Teresa and Me. And that's a film produced by Kamal Musali, the Swiss Indian filmmaker, and also co-produced by the actress Jacqueline Fritschi Cornas, who portrays Mother Teresa in the film. So, welcome, Kamal. Hello, good morning. And welcome, Jacqueline. Hello, everybody. The film was previewed last night, premiered last night, here in Rome at the Hotel Chasey, a very wonderful audience of people involved in the film, Monsignors and priests from the Vatican, and, and many, many other guests. And I only know that I ran out of adjectives as I was watching the film, but the absolute first one that came to mind, probably powerful, an amazing word to describe this film. But come on, let's... I want to turn to you first, and first of all, tell us a little bit about your Swiss company, and then I want to go into this film. Well, in fact, I have uh, three companies, uh, one Swiss and one in India, which produce most of the story of the film, and also one in England. So this is thanks to the three companies that we could make an international co-production and benefit from, you know, like... Uh, the help of the British Film Institute, as well as having uh, less cost in India because of being a, an Indian production company. So this, is, so this is how we could make the film for a budget that is not too high, but at the same time that has a lot of uh, epic and scope. I have to say I was blown away by the credits at the end of the film. Liana Marabini, whom I mentioned earlier, Liana said she left the credits on the screen so that we could see how many people were involved in the movie. And I mean, it, it was absolutely phenomenal, which explains the quality, I think, of the film, too. But now tell me this, you never personally knew or met Mother Teresa, did you? No, I did not uh, meet Mother Teresa, but uh, have been uh, in Calcutta uh, at the time she was there, several times, because in the... 80s, I used to go very, very often to Calcutta, and uh, so I met the reality of Calcutta at that time. And also, as I had mentioned uh, previously in this uh, film, you know, there is also for me a, a knowledge of uh, poor people, people in the misery, not only in India, but in different parts of the world. So that's how I got uh, a connection uh, for the work of Mother Teresa, or the work, let's say, not of Mother Teresa, but the work of the poor. You were asked last night by someone, was this a true story? And you said, your answer was, it could have been a a true story. Because it's two intersecting lives, Kavita, the young girl of of Indian origin, and Mother Teresa. So what inspired you to tell this story? The first thing that came to mind was compassion. Compassion because of the experience of having seen poor people, people dying in different parts of the world. And when you are a filmmaker, you, you know, you capture his moment, but you have to hold your emotions. 
And uh, when, you know, the foundation approached me to think about something about Mother Teresa, I thought that was, for me, a very good way to release this emotion. And that's how the idea of compassion came to came as my first idea about it. And then, of course, I had heard uh, something about Mother Teresa's doubts, and that I thought that makes it for a probably complex and interesting character, which was proven when I was doing all the research for a long time and meeting people who knew her or people who wrote, not about her, but about the conditions of working with her. So that gave me the possibility to understand her much better, but at the same time I had a difficulty to identify to her problem. Sure. So to identify better, I thought to have a, a story of another contemporary young woman having a problem of being abandoned in normal life. I thought it was easier for me to identify, but also for the audience to follow the emotion and through that to understand the steps and stages where uh, Teresa is going through, thanks to this character of Cavita. It's a, it's, a, it's a very, very compelling story, but what did you learn by the end of the film about Mother Teresa that you hadn't known before? Did something change in you as you made the film? It's a, it's a question I've been asked uh, several times, you know. It's almost like uh, I've been asked several times whether this, you know, meeting with Mother Teresa changed me. And I must say that uh, it didn't change me because, uh, you know, it's, it's a continuation of an experience I had since the very early days. And it's, for me, more a philosophical, spiritual, poetic experience and not a religious one. Uh, so that's a flow for me that continued and, and meeting this story is maybe, a, you know, like every story you, you do with a passion, the, you discover something in you uh, that is a little new or that is, has been not fully used. So that was the same. I, I opened a, a little garden I didn't know existed in this fashion and that, uh, you know, I contemplated and, and followed this garden. But I wouldn't say it changed me, it just made me a uh, you know, more me. A richer person in, from an interior, you know, um, mm. aspect, I certainly would guess. You know, n now Jacqueline, um, how did the two of you uh, link up? Did you know each other before this film? You're an actress. Yes. yes. Um, no, we didn't know each other before. It was just a wonderful, wonderful coincidence. Um, I might, you know, go a little bit back and tell you how the the idea came up and how the vision was born. Absolutely. Um, I was in India the first time 13 years ago, and I had a wonderful chance to get to know some Bollywood studios. Uh, it's a really a different world. And on the way, I met for the first time in my life also very, very poor street children. And I was shocked to realize um, the lack of perspective in their lives. Um, I was shocked about the misery um, they, they live in. And I just decided in that very moment that I have to do something. And when I entered in the next film studio, there was a huge painting on Mother Teresa. So spontaneously, I asked this producer, have you ever thought of making a film about this woman who had the courage and the strength to get up every morning and, you know, face this misery and, and still um, go with it for, for years. He was fascinated about the idea, but he couldn't find money. So um, that's how the idea 
uh, grew up or the vision um, was born that we want to really make a film um, with donations and then, um, you know, give the whole revenues back to uh, poor people so they have the opportunity to get education and health care. Yeah, we were looking for a scriptwriter, for a filmmaker, and from three parts, actually, of the world, Kamal Musal was uh, recommended to us. And it was just wonderful, wonderful to um, develop the script with him and uh, to work with him as a director. Um, I really adore his creativity and his way of also leading actors. And it was a process, of course, because it's not just any role um, to be Mother Teresa in a film. Of course. A lot of actors don't want to, you know, be in biopics because it's too scary to be compared. Well, someone who's a saint. Claiming the faith, changing lives. The year was 2005. EWTN begins celebrating 25 years with its first family celebration in Denver, Colorado. Attendees will hear renowned speakers and can visit with the network's hosts and well-known Catholic authors. To learn more about Mother Angelica's life and the history of EWTN, visit EWTN.com slash Mother Angelica. Carry the faith wherever you go. Watch your favorite EWTN show, series, or special, or listen to your favorite EWTN radio program at any time, day or night. EWTN On Demand brings all your favorites instantly. Download the EWTN app at EWTNapps.com today. Welcome back to Vatican Insider. Here's Joan Lewis. Thanks for joining me for part two of my conversation in Rome with Swiss Indian filmmaker and producer Kamal Musal and co-producer and actress Jacqueline Fritzi Kornas, who plays Mother Teresa in the film Mother Teresa and Me. And, you know, with the two of you, I look at your relationship, I look at your background, your time in India and so forth. To me, anyway, that is seen in this film. I think anybody who wanted to do this story or this film, if they didn't know India, if they hadn't gone there, and I don't mean just a film, I don't think the same message would have been delivered. The profundity, the depth of that message. It has certainly taken a lot of time also. I mean, we did a lot of research for three oh, sure. years. Um, we have met a lot of people who have known Mother Teresa personally. Um, I worked with the sisters in Calcutta to really understand what right. they do. I was, uh, you know, in Skopje, visited her family. Uh, the cross I wear at the sari is from her family. They were Because her mother on and off plays exactly. a role. Because yeah. yeah, she was uh, born in Albania, Mother yeah. Teresa, of course. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, North Macedonia today. And um, I went to a monastery to really, you know, uh, feel the relationship and, and understand the relationship of a sister um, sure. to the suffering of Jesus Christ because we really wanted to 
actually um, show Mother Teresa as the human being, the woman behind the saint, with all her, um, you know, feelings and emotions and her loneliness and and her dark days of the soul, as it's been called, yeah. as you as you referenced, Kamal, her feeling of having lost the faith, and and of course we have her father confessor. Is such a huge role in the film he has to be the progress of her life from being a nun to wanting to found her own order to having it take two years for that permission to come about for her to work outside the convent um, because that was not allowed in her original order and in her original order she was working with well-to-do families young teenagers who probably had no problems because they were the that wonderful part of society and then she just catapulted her life, herself, into a totally different life. But now you who played that role, I'd, I'd like to ask you basically the same question that I asked, you know, Kamal, how, what did you know about her before the film, or what did you learn in the research and in the making of the film that would be different? Well, I actually didn't know anything about her doubts before uh, oh. we did the research, also didn't know that she has 5,000 sisters um, around the world today, so um, it's, it's amazing. I mean, she was an entrepreneur without any internet and back office oh, yeah. and business courses. Um, that's well, she had total I faith in learned. God. Yeah. He, he knew her needs. He was going to help her meet them. I learned through her that, you know, we as individuals are able to really make a change for the better. Um, even if it has taken a long time to really make this vision come true, we believe that we can create more respect, tolerance and, and love and inspire people to have their own visions, even in times of troubles and doubts. So, Absolutely. Um, Jacqueline, that's great. we can change a life. I've personally discovered this. We can change a life with a smile. We didn't know, or we may have come to learn, influence somebody on a day at a moment when only they knew that they needed a smile. And so she went well beyond smiles. Our gestures of charity towards the poorest of the poor and, and the dying, the scene in the movie where she gets very upset going back to a building because the steps are dirty. And, and, you know, why weren't they clean? It's not for her. It's for any visitor. It's for the poor who might go up those stairs. The people who go up those stairs have human dignity. So we have to have clean and welcoming stairs for them. Um, maybe you, you can also tell a bit more that this character of Mother wasn't that simple. I think there was a complex person that yes. was not a nice person every day and that's what makes her human and interesting. Oh yeah. And yeah. I think in, in exactly in this scene she was overwhelmed. She was so touched by the death of this Mita who yes. um, uh, made suicide and she was so angry with herself that she wasn't able to help her um, in her misery. So I think the scene and the cleaning actually was also kind of trying to it was a get catharsis. over her own emotions. Yeah, you know? it was a catharsis yeah. for, for her, you know, in, yeah. in so many ways. Yeah. And I, I loved when we saw her firmness when she realized 
she needed a house, a home for the dying. And so, you know, we, all her connections at this one hospital, and she goes to the head of the hospital, and this is what I need. And by the way, I'm not leaving till, till I get yes. this, you know. And then he shows her this property that becomes this home for the dying. And, and here's what I took from that. I saw this home for the dying as a unifying thread in the whole story. So you go to the years when Mother Teresa finds, institutes this home for the dying and the care for the dying and the destitute. And then you fast forward to the future where we have Kavita, who her nanny, who has been volunteering for years at the home, it's a wonderful story, her um, nanny brings her there one day because Kavita, with this disappointment she's had in life, she comes from London and she's in uh, she's in India, and so she's brought to this home for the dying, uh, and you could see she really didn't want to be here, and she says it, uh, and then all of a sudden she's helping, and there's this young medical student, and all of a sudden days go by, weeks go by, and she's helping care for the dying in this institute. And, and that's where she learns the value of life, mm -hmm. is through the dying. And so you know that you think you can guess the decision she's going to make because the whole film is about her decision. Do I keep this child I have inside me, you know, or do I abort? They were difficult to see, but I loved the scenes in the home for the dying and how that thread that home founded by Mother Teresa for the dying gave a young girl who wasn't sure about human dignity in life, changed her life. So that, that was a brilliant storyline. I think, you know, like there is always like, uh, I mean, you don't have light without darkness. And also for this character of Mother Teresa, it is important for, for us in this film. And I think that's one reason the film is, rings true is that we don't, uh, apply, you know, the usual stereotype of the happy Mother Teresa, wonderful superheroine and everything, you know, we, we show that it is a, a human being that has done something exceptional, but not alone. Also, at the time when there was a, you know, a history of her role to play in the post-colonial uh, time in India, where she sure. was representing the, the great guilt of the white people having left this country, so there's a lot of things that were going together to, to, to create the famosity of, uh, of Mother Teresa. Um, but, it, but it should, you know, we try with the film to really uh, show two women, two characters, to, so, to see how the influence of Mother Teresa at the time has been today, could be today for a youngster who is not Christian, you know, for people who are not Absolutely. Christian, how that conveys... And I think that, that goes through. So I think that is also important in the scene of the stairs, you know, to say it's not like a, an, an imagination that she used to be a, f a very good person in every way. No, she wasn't very good in, in a lot of ways, but she was also an example in so many other ways. Yeah. You know, there was a scene where there was this religious group that wanted to burn down uh, the home for the, for the dying. And th this group was just so violent, you could feel it just in looking at their faces. And the one who was heading the group actually went in, 
with this doctor and uh, a police official. He said, they're here, they're trying to convert us, and we, they, we have to get them out of here. As he goes in, there's Mother Teresa kneeling by the bedside of a dying person whom she asks, suggests that he pray to the God that he believes in, and she said, I will pray to my God for your healing. And it's a silent prayer. It's, it's not a vocal prayer. And this man goes away very, very touched. And we see him again in the movie, which is the scene that really takes your breath away. Now, I want to ask each of you before we close, what do you want people, what do you hope people take away from this film when they see it? Well, I think it's, it's, it's about in being inspired. I think it's about, you know, one thing is the effect we see in people is that they are touched and we are very happy that, you know, the emotion that was there in the beginning in the writing go through and through all we did together to get this emotion. It's, you know, being perceived, but I think it's, it's mainly a message of inspiration. You know, does it inspire people today? And, you know, not only people who know Mother Teresa, because... You know, for me, I'm not Christian, so I wanted to do a film that is not a Christian film, but a, a, a proper, deep human film with human value. Yes. Who, who of course, talks about Malatrisa, who, of course, talks about religion, but it's beyond that. It's about this uh, inspiration, I think. And Jacqueline, you who gave us Mother Teresa in this film, what, mm. what do you hope people go away with? I think that um, the most important for me as an actress is that um, people can see Mother Teresa not just as the saint, the heroine, but also how much she suffered, how lonely she was, and how much strength um, she needed to really stay with and stuck with this her work and her dedication. Um, it's it's incredible. It was really uh, wonderful for me to to discover this, and it gave me a lot of strength during the ten years of the fundraising phase. You know, to stuck with this vision sure. as well. So um, that's one part, and the other part is, as Kamal says, we would love to inspire people to live with more. Um, compassion, more love, um, independent of any religion. Awareness of the fellow man who might be living in poverty, living in destitution. Yeah. Also, we, we would love to have more tolerance in this world, more sure. uh, respect. Um, I think our world really needs um, more of all these. Hindu, Muslim, Christian, we all want the same thing. That is we love. do. That is love. I want to thank my guest, Kamal. Thank you so much. Thank God you bless you much. in your work. Thank you very much. And Jacqueline, Mother Teresa, thank you. Merci bien. Thank you and so much. It was really a pleasure. Oh, it was a joy. It's an honor for me to be here with you and be equally inspired by your work as I was by the original Mother Teresa. So God bless you and safe travels and hope to see you again in Rome. For more information on these stories or to check out Joan's blog and to ask her a question, go to EWTN.com. That's EWTN.com. Thanks for listening to Vatican Insider on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network.